All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the MMA OB Daily Podcast, the second podcast of the day, Monday, February 6, 2023. We're going to be breaking down UFC 284. Marcel, looking forward to this card, breaking down the card with you, man. Uh, you know, some good fights in this card. Not, not overall the strongest pay-per-view if you look up and down, but, like, the two title fights on the top of the card are just phenomenal. So I can't wait for this. Got a couple of people in the chat here. Already got Glenn. He's asked a question. What's been promoted more power slap or 284? Power slap, no doubt, right, Marcel? I know you're yeah. on this one. Our boy Jamie Gidley. Hey Jamie, what's up? He says, Hey guys, cannot wait for the card. Shane Walter no longer being costed. Bobby Knuckle, that's true. Like that fight was gonna be amazing. Um, it's too bad it's Same on the with, card. Uh, Alex Perez and Kai Kara France, right? Man, completely forgot that was supposed to be on this card too. Yeah. That you're right. I mean, that's why it's lacking the death because those fights were you know, they were main card fights. Our mm-hmm. boy Antoine in the chat, love the paper breakdowns, always witnessing high level shit in the cards, I guess. I agree, I agree. Sign collectibles are our boy here in the chat. What's going on, man? Beercha, hey, what's going on, man? Your boy Marcel from uh what's up? From uh, Netherlands, Belgium. or Belgium, yeah. sorry, yeah. How would uh, you guys take in the prime? Who would you guys take in the prime? Fader or Harry Hunsucker? <laughs> I would, I would, I would lean toward Fader. <laughs> Derek Lewis should go to Power Slap. Be kind of fun. Uh, actually, I don't know. I mean, he could end up there, but yeah, the Power Slap thing is, yeah. Anyways, uh, Marcel, I always ask you this: What's your overall thoughts on the card? What do you think? I think it's a top heavy card. You know what I mean? Um, it's. Uh... Yeah, fair. I don't think it's a really great card. I think for the for the Australian and people for the Anzac people, it's a really cool card. They got a lot of fighters on it. Um, yeah, I, I kind of feel like February is not really the, the greatest month for for the UFC man. If it comes to cards, to be really honest, there are some fun fights, but the overall March is much bigger. But um, yeah, I mean. I'm looking for. I, I think the, the main event is phenomenal. Obviously, the co-main event I also don't really feel that one to be really honest. But um, for example, I'm really looking forward to Della Madalena against Brown. I think that's a fun fight. Um, yeah, there are some fun fights, but it's not something like I say, "Wow," you know what I mean? But yeah, we'll totally. let we we'll let a surprise. You know, let a surprise. Maybe it's amazing. Totally fair. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. We've got our boy Joe in the chat as well. What's going on, man? All right, let's get into it, Marcel. We'll start off. Uh, we're going to go follow UFCstats.com, guys, as always, for the card order. We'll start off with the first right here, Marcel. We've got Zubair Tukov returning to the UFC against Alvis Brenner, who's making his debut in the promotion. Odds for this fight. Uh, Zubair is minus 540 favorite. Alvis Brenner plus 420 underdog. Um, I'm assuming you're taking Zubair uh, to school out to win the fight. Yeah, man, against the Brazilian king of rock and roll, man, Alvis. <laughs> Um, I gotta say, man, Alvis, not a bad fighter. I think he's a teammate of uh Charles Oliveira at Shooter Box, right? Yep. Um, but the thing is, he hasn't really fought anybody. I'm like, wow, you know, what a win, you know. And Tuhugov, I think he's really good. And to be really honest, man, the, the Dawudu fight, I think he won that fight actually. He lost it, but it was because he was co- he was coasting in the third round because he thought he won the first two rounds, which I thought as well, you know, but it was just a stupid move that he didn't do anything more anymore in the third, and he lost the fight, but in my opinion, he won that. So um, he's now going a weight class out, right? It's at 155. He fought 145 yep. before, didn't make weight in uh, against Lucas Almeida. Fight got actually pulled due to weight cut issues. Um, <clears throat> I still think he wins, man. He's good. I, I picking him with a decision, and I don't put, don't hope he's going to coast in the third round. <clears throat> kind of, this this fight's a little out of place in this card. You got a mm-hmm. Russian guy and a Brazilian dude in Australia. In Australia, yeah. <laughs> but I guess like Zubera can't fight in the states, right? Like I believe he's got to fight other in uh, like other countries, right? Yeah. I think he's got a visa issue. Um, so. I think he should win. I do think the odds are a little heavy, Marcel, to be honest with you, because I think Elvis, like, he's not bad. But 
he's, he has no experience with against like high level competition. This is the best opponent he's fought in his career, and he's making his UFC debut. And I believe it is short notice, right? So, yeah, yeah, it's got a lot, a lot of knocks against him here. Um, again, I do think the odds are a little bit heavy, guys, but at the same time, I, I expect Zubair to win. Uh, what do you think, decision or do you think he stops him? I'm going with a decision, man. I just hope he's not stupid again in the third round, but I'm going with a decision. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm leading as well. But, I, you know, I do think that there's a chance he could stop him. But, uh, you know, this guy's only lost by decision. So I guess that would be the way to lean here. Um, that's my pick as well. So we have the same pick. Kick off the card, which I'm not surprised by. A uh, couple comments here. Um, <laughs> Glenn says, I hope you guys remember the name of the guy fighting Volk. Yeah, maybe. We'll see by the end. By the, uh, Main event will break down if I remember his name again. Again, <laughs> away forgot. Yeah, Joe says his dog or pass. Yeah, you know, Joe, I don't, I don't blame him. I think the odds are a little heavy. Um, again, I'm gonna pick Zubera, but I don't love the odds. Such a shame we have for Vera saying Blanchfield Santos. I, I don't mind that Blanchfield Santos fight, but the, overall that card's not good. Like it's just a bad card. I'll talk about that one what, next week, I believe. Yeah, there are two weeks or no, it'll be next week. We'll talk about it. Yeah, also Zubera is a little bit small for sure. Um. Oh, that's interesting. Zubair, much as talented as you got, you saw it. <laughs> that's interesting as well. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We got Shane Young taking on Blake Builder in UFC Featherweight Division, Marcel. And odds for this fight have uh, Spoken Shane Young, minus 135. Blake Builder, plus 115. His nickname, what is it? Uh, the Animal. El Animal. Yeah, the Animal. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, let me start on this one. Um yeah. I like the dog here, Marcel. I think the underdog is a good value here, to be honest with you. Um, Shane Young, to me, is you know not a great fighter. He's very hittable. We've seen him lose by knockout in the UFC. We've seen him get struck. Um, his last win is like four years ago. He hasn't been fighting. He hasn't fought in two years. I know he's an, he's an Australian guy. He's fighting there. but And he has fought better competition. I'll say that. But, you know... I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think he's great. And Builder, like to me, he, he was pretty impressive on Contender Series, um, and undefeated in his career. Um, came from a good promotion. I, I think as a dog, I I, I like him here. Uh, um, he's a dog I like on this card. So I'm gonna go with Blake Builder Marcel. And for me, it's just like, does he knock him out or win a decision? But I would just take the money line here. I actually do like the underdog in this fight. What do you think? Actually, uh, disappointed in Blake's nickname, man. It should be either Blake, the Body Builder. Oh, Blake Bob be. the Builder. No, Blake, don't call me Bob the Builder. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, but I'm with Blake Builder here as well, man. I there think go. he got a lot. He got a lot of upside here. Yep. Uh, Shane Young hasn't looked great in his last two fights, and he's been away for a long time. Um, yep. he, he's funny with uh, with the how's that the Maori like Tanda Tanda hello yes. what, what he does. That's funny. And, and the way in, you saw Dana looking at him like, what the hell is going to happen here? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, I'm taking Blake Builder here, man. I think uh, he, he's a good fighter. He's also the CFFC champion he was, I think. Uh, did very well in the contender series against uh, Alex Morgan. And we're not talking about the, the, the soccer star, the U.S. soccer star. Yeah. The women, but the woman, but uh, the Canadian guy was also a very good fighter, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, I'm a Blake Builder here, man. I think he, he, he gets a decision. But uh, by the way, I, I'd say Australian, he's, he's from New Zealand. My bad, yeah. I, thank you for correcting me there. <laughs> no problem. Um, no, no, because no, I just want to get it right. But you it's, know what it's, I mean? Like, he's it's in, really difficult. He's gonna have the fans cheering for him. There's no doubt, we, obviously. We, we should just say Anzac, then we're always good, you know, <laughs> Anzac fighters, oceanic, or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I like him here, man. As a dog, though, so I think it's not bad. Um, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got Loma Luke Boomy taking on Elise Reed in the women's strawweight division. Odds for this one, Loma. 
Big favorite for Mark Stahl. Minus 265, plus 225 at least read. I'll start on this one again. Never been high on Elise Reed. Um, yeah. Just I don't I don't think she's that great, man. Uh, I think Loma wins this all day. You know, much better striker, and she's a good grappler too. I know she's like small for the division, and if they ever had 105, I think she'd do really well there. But uh, either way, I think she wins this fight. Like I just again, I'm more high on Elise Reed. I don't think she's that good. She has burned me a little bit in the past, but I'm definitely not going to pick her in this fight. I think the odds are bang on. Loma is a good fighter. She's still really young, and. Uh, I expect her, as long as she keeps the fight in the feet, she's going to outstrike Elise Reed and win a clear decision here. Loma by decision, I think, is actually a good bet. Um, that odds on that, minus 110. That's the way to go here, guys, because she doesn't really finish people. Um, and Elise Reed's pretty tough, so I would leave Loma by decision. I feel pretty good about it. What do you think? Yeah, I think Loma kind of looked very good, man, against Denise Gomez last time out. Yeah. And also on the ground, she really improved, in my opinion. So um, yep. also picking Loma here. By um, decision? Yeah, I think she wins the fight. I think she will win actually a dominant fight. Um, yep. I like Loma a lot here. I think this is a perfect fight for her. So, uh, yeah. By the way, someone talked about the Hezbollah, the little guy. That <laughs> That's funny. All right, so same pick there. Let's go to the next fight here. We got Jack Jacobs taking on Don Shanus. Um, odd for this one. Jack Jacobs minus 325. Don Shanus plus, plus 270. I'll start again here, Marcel. I, I love Jack Jacobs in this spot. I, I think he absolutely wins this fight. Um the guy's good. He looked great in contender series. You know, it's kind of a step up because Don, you know, has fought pretty good competition, but he looked, again, Sonic Yusuf's a tough fighter. I mean, let's be honest. Like, that's a tough debut, but the guy didn't look like he was UC caliber there. And I, I think Jack Jacobs is just really good, man. I think he's going to be able to potentially even finish this fight. I, I love him here in the spot, man. I think the odds are, again, fair. Minus 325, that's fair. I think it could even be 4-1. to one. I expect him to win. And for me, it's like, does he win by decision or by stoppage? I'm leaning towards a stoppage, to be honest with you. Um, gra- like a ground and pound stoppage or a submission. I, I like him here, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, um, Jack Jenkins, I, I think he he looked good on, on the Contender Series, you know. He kind of gives me that uh, 90, 80, 90, 70 porn star guy with the stash, <laughs> you know. That, that's kind of the, the, the vibe he gives. He looked really good. Uh, Don Shanis. Um, yeah, he got that uh, that that quick loss to Sodik Yusuf uh, on short notice, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, we actually should pick him because he has a win over Jay Ellis in two. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Legend yeah, but, Jay Ellis. <laughs> yeah, but, you talk about UFC Hall of Fame or MMA Hall of Famer, so <laughs> that's the guy right there. <laughs> I'm thinking Jenkins here as well, man. I think Jenkins has more upside. He's fighting in front of his home fence. Um, stoppage or decision? I might be even a stoppage. Yeah. That's what I'm I, thinking. I, I, minus I 110 was, for stoppage, either way. So I think I would say second time. round. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's the way to go for this fight. So, you know, you, I, I think minus 325, you know, he's the guy that you could parlay potentially. Um, mm-hmm. Or you could go for that the inside the distance. I fully expect to win this fight. I think this is a this is a fight they're setting him up, and I think he wins. By the way, I, I want to give a, a kind of a shout out to um, to a Sodik Yusuf, who is doing like it's so funny, eh? With his breakdown, you, unprofessional yeah, breakdown. He had another one for this card. I saw it. Uh, I saw this morning. It's, <laughs> he's a joker, man. He's definitely yeah. a funny guy. Definitely check that out if you haven't yet on his social media. All right, so the next fight here we got Jamie Malarkey taking on Francisco Prado. He's making his debut in the UFC. Uh, lightweight fight. Jamie Malarkey is uh favorite here. Minus 250, Prado plus 210. Go ahead, Marcel. Yeah, so Jamie Malarkey is kind of a difficult guy, man, always, because I, I feel like uh, when he came into the UFC, he had that uh, crazy fight with Brad Riddell that he lost, oh, yeah. but that was a, a fight of the night. 
Then he had the Ferris CM fight, and if, I think he won that fight. You know, I still think he won that fight Me pretty too. clearly, and he lost a unanimous decision. Then he got wins over Kama Wordy and Devante Smith, lost to Jalen Turner, and let's be honest, he didn't want that fight against Michael Johnson last time out. You know, uh, he, he got lucky no in that one. Yeah. Sometimes you get something back, you know, and he got something back there. But yeah, Michael Johnson got screwed. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you look at Francisco Prado, uh, Argentinian guy, um, yeah, I've really not really known over over here like like internationally you know he got like i think he has a hundred percent finishing record you know with the submissions and uh and, and knockouts on it uh he's a talented guy you know and the thing is like he's only 20 years of age so um what can he do you know what can he do here against malaki and malaki uh proved before that that he can surprise people you know but the thing is malaki is also not consistent with his with what he does you know so I'm really always very hesitant with taking a gamble on debutants because it's always difficult, you know, when you come in. But I was willing to take a gamble here, you know. I think Francisco Prado, what I saw from him on, on, the, on the footage that I see, he looks pretty solid, you know. And I think he can make uh, Malaki a difficult fight, you know. If it goes to the judges, I think Malaki has, a, has, a, has the upper hand there, you know. But I think Prado can finish him. So I'm going with Francisco Prado here. I'm thinking it is a TKO in the second round. There you go. There's an upset pick, guys. So there you go. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know enough about him to, to like confidently pick him here. But I definitely think he's got a chance to win. I think Malarkey's pretty good, but not great. And, you know, this guy undefeated here, Marcel. The thing is, for me, it's like I don't know about the level of competition he's had. You know, like. I, yeah, that's it. To me, that, that's a question mark. Like, it's not great. But again, only 20 years old, right? Like, there's some upside here. There's no doubt about it. Um, I think it's a tough debut for him. It is short notice, right? If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Is it yeah, short? yeah. Malaki was supposed to fight Nazareth. Nazareth Hakparas. Yeah, Hakparas. Yeah. Right. That's that's another reason I can't really pick him here. But we do see upset sometimes with short notice guys, like your boy Bruno Ferreira, right? He had that short mm -hmm. notice win over uh, my boy Robocop. So it yeah. happens sometimes. Um, I definitely think the guy's got a chance. I think th I think the odds are, again, you know, they're 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 fair. Um, at, I agree. You know, I think Mark should be favored here, but there's a chance this, this dude could come out and get the win. I wouldn't be completely, uh, you know, shocked by it, I guess you could say. But uh, it's like totally something different when the debutant comes in and he has to have his first fight in the UFC. So it's always different. That That's why it's so difficult to to say like, yeah, he's going to do it. But sorry, man, I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. No, no, you're not. Not at all. Let me just get some comments. Uh, Gorilla likes Prado. Crazy Pato, crazy duck guy. <laughs> Probably comes from Samurai Fighters. Yep, yep. From Alien Perez. Yep, yep. I feel like yeah, that's hope, South American that's hope he fights better than Alien Perez. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. When talking about the, the, yeah, the early start time is interesting here for sure. And uh, it is their summer. Yeah, they're on the other side of the uh, the world. So that's interesting. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have uh, Shannon Ross, the Turkish delight, Marcel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that candy <laughs> that you love. <laughs> Taking on Clayton Rodriguez here. Clayton's a favorite, minus 315. Shannon Ross plus 260. Worth noting, Clayton Rodriguez was a big favorite against uh, CJ Vergara in his debut and lost a split decision. Now he's still a big favorite in this fight. It's interesting to me. Um, I thought the odds would go down a little bit, but he's still being you know, priced uh, very, very uh, high here um, against the guy who lost in the contender series, but got a contract because the fight was so good uh, against Venetia Salvador. What do you think about this one, man? Like, I I think the guy's a pretty good fighter, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's getting a fight in the UFC, but 
you know, he is, I think this Clayton guy, despite losing that fight, I think he's, you know, pretty legit. He's super young too. So what do you think, man? It's really difficult, man. If you look at Shannon Ross, man, he has, uh, he got wins against guys like Charlie Alanis, who was in uh, the ultimate fighter, for example, and also Donovan Freelo, which I think is like the nephew of Khalil Roundtree, right? Uh, um, is he? I thought he was. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, might be right. I'll check it when you talk in a, in a second. Um, so, but if you look at Shannon, if you look at Clayson Rodriguez, man, I, I think he's been impressive what I saw so far. You know, I, I know he lost to CJ Vergara, you know, but I thought he won that fight, actually. That's that's how I feel about it, you know. And uh, the Santo Curatolo, Curatolo is a really good fighter, in my opinion. So that's a big win as well to me. Uh, came out of jungle fight where he was a champion. Yeah, you know, and Shan, you got to say Shannon Ross, he comes off a loss, but that was a great fight against Venetia Salvador, you know? So I understand the matchmaking here. I still favor Clayton Rodriguez. I think he has more upside. I'm going with a decision win here, but uh, Clayton has to make sure there's not a split decision because he's fighting somewhere else, or he's fighting uh, not in his own country, but in the, in the country of Shannon Ross. So, uh, oh, I just Googled it. Is that his brother then? Is Khalil's brother? Oh, that's also possible. One that's, what, that's what some Stop. web some some articles are saying. I'm not, I'm not 100 sure, but yeah. anyways, uh, it's interesting. But yeah, uh, I'm with you. I, I got to go with with uh, Rodriguez too. Again, despite losing that fight, man, I, I still thought I thought he won the fight against CJ Vergara personally. Like that, what, what was it? Uh, calf slicer, I believe he had. Yeah. I thought that should have won him the fight, you know. And I thought that position really was was dominant. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I again the odds are a little hefty in this guy because. Considering he lost that first fight, but you know he's fighting an older opponent here who, you know, is coming off a, a really tough knockout loss um, on Contender Series. Uh, he's a little bit lucky he got this fight, but again, very exciting guy. So I expect a fun fight, Marcel. But I think Clayton, I think he wins. Um, what do you think, knockout? Sorry, do you think knockout decision? What'd you say? Um, I say decision, man. I think decision. Yeah, fair enough. All right. So what's this guy asking? Do you think Maynard's admin to give Ross a chance? Oh, because I think they liked him. First off, the fight was a war. It was a fucking war. Yeah. I think they must have liked him, you know, his attitude during fight week and stuff too. You must have, you know, really uh, made a good impression. That stuff, you know, matters to these matchmakers. So I think it's, you know, again, they don't give out Lucy contracts. Like Kendall, Ario, and him are the only guys, I think, for contender. But, you know, well-deserved. Hopefully he has a better career in the UFC than Kendall, Ario, who's really struggled, man, mm -hmm. um, in the octagon. And we got our boy Antoine. He loves his next fight, Kulabal Bagdasarian. It is a good fight. Let's get into it. We got Josh Kulabal taking on Melsic Bagdasarian. This is an awesome fight. I definitely think this could be fight tonight because I think it's going to be a striking battle. Um, I, I know it's going to be a striking battle. Uh, these guys just are going to stay in a trade. We got Josh Kulabal, slight favorite, minus 120. Melsic, the gun, plus 100. Marcel, what do you think of this one, man? You like the favorite in Kulabal or the underdog in Melsic? Yeah, it depends. You know, the thing is like, uh, <clears throat> Melsic is super explosive. We all know that, you know, uh, got some crazy knockouts early in his career. Um, one against Dennis Bazookia and the contender series didn't get signed. Then later got signed by the UFC, uh, defeating Colin Anglin with beautiful head kick. The Bruno Souza fight. Yeah, it was solid. Wasn't really entertaining or whatever. But it was solid what he showed. Koulibao. Uh, I think he didn't start it great in the UFC. He lost to Turner. The Jordan fight, he got lucky, and I think he lost that fight, to be honest, you know. But he looked good against Shea Yilan, and the Sung Woo Choi fight, a split decision should have been unanimous, you know. I think even so Sung Woo Choi was surprised that it was a split decision. Um, I feel like Melsic will 
pressure early and try to uh, knock his head off, like he always does. And the, the thing is, uh, did Malsic cardio got getting better? I think it got better in the Sousa fight a little bit more, but it really has to get better because Koulibaly can go three rounds, you know? Uh, so we either go for a, for a finish for Melsic or for a decision for Koulibaly here. I'm going to finish for Melsic. I think he knocks him out in the first or second round. Yeah, I yeah, say first round. You know, this is an interesting fight. I mean, honestly, at first I was like, you know, Koulibaly's look good. Like he's and he yeah. surprised me. Like obviously that fight with uh, Jordan was very surprising, and then you know, I mean, the last fight with Choi. Like I don't think a lot of us expected to win. So he's good. He's got some power, but you know. I, I thought about it a little bit more, Marcel, and then I'm like, Melsic's such a good striker. If this fight's going to be a striking battle, I expect him to win the fight. Like, I'm I'm a little surprised at the underdog right now. I've got to be honest, guys. Like, I'm a little bit surprised. Um, like, once again, we have a consensus dog, Marcel. I'm picking Melsic as well. Um, I actually think he could win the decision too, like the Bruno Souza fight. I think it could go like that as well. Um, but I do think you're right. He's more explosive, more, more power, and I think he's just the better striker. I really do. So, you know, Kuba has the advantage of fighting close to home here, so you know, that, that could come into play for sure in a close fight. But uh, I think Melsic's the better striker, and I think he won the fight. So I, I, I'm leaning towards him as well, Marcel. We got a couple of guys in the chat that like Melsic as well. So that's interesting. And again, it's plus 100 right now. So that's interesting. All right, let's go to the main card now, Marcel. And again, not the greatest main card in the first couple of fights. But again, we, we did lose two fights. We lost Bobby Knuckles and Paul Costa and then Kai Kerr France and Alex Perez. So those fights would be in the main card, and then this fight probably wouldn't be. Um, we got Tyson Pedro against Modestus Bukowskis. Over in the main card, Marcel, when the line opened, it was Tyson Pedro minus 1,000 plus what, 700 for Modestus. Now it's minus 240, Tyson Pedro plus 200 Modestus. So what do you think about the opening line? What do you think about uh, the fight? Who are you going to pick? Yeah, ridiculous opening line, obviously. You know, I don't think Tyson Pedro should be such a big favorite. Um, the thing is, it's really hard to pick this fight. And many people will say Pedro will win this fight. But if you look at who Pedro beat in his last two fights, for Ike Villanueva and Harry Hansacker, you know? Yeah. Those were supposed to suppose wins for Tyson Pedro to get him back on track because he looked really bad in his last couple of fights, only winning against Saperbeck Safarov in his last four fights. You know, uh, he finally came back on track after uh, almost how long did he fight? Didn't fight three, three plus See? years. Yeah, you know, crazy. And uh, he got uh, two wins now. Uh, was supposed to fight uh, Zhang Minyang, you know, he is out. I don't know why actually. Uh, Modesto Bukowskis back in the UFC after winning two fights in Cage Warriors. The first one wasn't really impressive against Chili Chat. We got to be honest there. And the Chuck Campbell one, uh, he, he struggled there as well, you know, but he knocked him out in the fourth, fourth round. So he got, the, he got the title, which he actually is funny, you know, he lost the title in Cage Warriors because he came to the UFC. He, he made it vacant and he won it back when he came back to Cage Warriors and nobody else got it. So that's <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Um, yeah, I mean, Ah, uh, you, you uh, it's difficult, but you actually got to lean Pedro here. It's Australia. He got knockout power, you know, uh, short notice from Modestus. Um, I kind of slightly lean Pedro here, but I wouldn't be surprised if Modestus pulls it off, you know. I think yeah. it's possible. I think it's a really close fight, uh, but I'm taking Pedro, and I think uh, he either wins in the later rounds by a stoppage or uh, he, he wins a decision here. That's what I think. But, um, yeah, uh, I think it's a much closer fight than many people think. I think Modestus, Modestus can surprise. Modestus is talented. Didn't have a lot of luck in the UFC, man. Went one and three with that one really controversial loss to Mikhail Oleksiychuk, I think. Uh, got stopped by Khalil Roundtree with that uh, with that nasty uh, oblique kind of kick a little bit. And, um, 
he got that win over Mikalidis, remember, with yeah. him falling out of the cage. And I and he, he lost the crew, right? Uh, yeah. pretty pretty yeah. clearly. So good. yeah, uh, I gotta go with Pedro here. But by the way, I, I don't know why I said this was on the main card. This is the last prelim, my yes, yeah, feature yeah. prelim. Yeah. yeah. Um it, even though I think the minus one thousand opening line was excessive, I mean I'm still leaning towards Pedro, right? But the thing is like when you fight Harry Hunsucker, minus a thousand there made sense. Like Vanessa is a much better fighter. Um, but again, you know, Marcel, he is coming in uh, on short notice. Like he did have that fight recently, but there's a reason he got cut from the UFC. He didn't have a lot of success the first time around. And now he's finding a guy who's been on a roll lately with a couple of straight knockouts. And I feel like the UFC is really trying to build up Tyson Pager right now. They're giving yeah, him you, that he can win. Go ahead. Why, actually? I'm not sure. I mean, I guess they like him. Uh, he's, you know, pretty marketable guy. I'd say he's a good fighter. He's fun to watch. Also, he had a long layoff, right? Like, and I understood mm-hmm. why they gave him a, you know, a couple layups. Um, but you're right. I mean, that last guy he was supposed to fight, if he would have beat him too, um, mm-hmm. the guy who got uh, pulled out. Um, I don't know. Sorry, I guess no. they, yeah, yeah. The guy from Road uh, was it Road to UFC, right? Yeah, um, he, he knocked out Tuku Takos, I think, right? Yeah, they like him though. They like him, Marcel. So, anyways, I, I think he wins the fight. I, are you, I, I think a knockout, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, I said late TKO third round or or decision one of the two. I th- I think Bukowskas is really tough, you know. But uh, yeah, I gotta lean Pedro here as well. Yeah. All right, let's get some comments here. Uh, let's see here. What are the betting odds decided by? Like who makes them? Is it opinion, stats, everything? Uh, there's there's a lot of factors that go into it. What do you guys think is the ceiling for Tyson Pedro? I think UFC like him a lot. They love him, man. They definitely like him. Shortest fighters always signed to a three-fight deal. Uh, usually four fights for all these guys. Not late, late notice. Pedro, nine first-round wins. Uh, this guy, Claudio, says, I've been telling UFC plays you guys have been struggling recently. Thanks for pointing it out, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, like, we're not doing horrible, but it's been it hasn't been the greatest start to the year. No. But what I'd say is, like, you know, make your own picks, dude. I mean, at the end of the dude, day, we're, we're getting our best opinions here, but, like, we're not going to get every pick right, you know? Man, um, I'm, I'm fucking four, four, seven or four, eight in main card picks, you know, since the beginning of the year. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've definitely struggled <laughs> the first two cards, too. There's no doubt about it. Like, and we're not, like, we're not sitting here acting like we're getting every fight right, man, so... Uh, you we know, we also pointing it out, but yeah, yeah, we also don't pretty much brag when we when we get it right or something. You know, it's like it's like what we think. You know, and sometimes it happens, and sometimes it doesn't. I'm hoping it turns around this week. I'll just say that because you know he's he's right though. I mean, it's, yeah, hasn't, definitely hasn't been the greatest start to the year. Um, uh, but you know this this card this is the card where we turn it around, Marcel. Here we go. So uh, that's we're gonna keep positive here. All right, let's get to the main card now. Now we get to the main card, right? Um. We got, let's see here, uh, Jimmy Crew taking on Lonzo Menafield. And the also, Audrey, yeah, yeah. let me point out, don't, listen, I always say that when I give you my, my picks or my predictions, don't put money on it, you know. Th- think for yourself what you think is good, you know. Uh, I, I'm not responsible for anybody's picks or whatever, you know. Uh, don't take me too serious. I don't take myself too serious. So, uh uh, your your what well, the money you put on the picks, it's it's your choice, you know what I mean. Uh, you don't have to thank me if I'm right, you don't have to hate me when I'm wrong. That's pretty much how I look at it. <laughs> it is what it is, and we're trying yeah. our best, man. Like, we, yeah, we, we always gave yeah. our best thoughts, but we're not going to be right about all of them. And you know, there's no doubt that it's been you know not the greatest start of the year, but again, For we, have, sure. we, have, we literally have 11 months left, or so I, I guarantee we'll, we'll turn it around. All right, so let's get into this Jimmy Crude against Alonzo Menifield. Opening up the card, Jimmy Crew minus two hundred five, Menafield plus one seventy five. Let me start on this one too. Um, you know, I, I guess I lean Crew because I've always liked the guy, and he's obviously super young. But I think Menafield's 
really turned it around. Like he's looked good. And I think he's shown like a well-rounded game, right? With the grappling. Um, obviously he's got the power, but the grappling he really proved to you. Um, you know, really could be on a five fight win streak because that, that fight with William Knight was extremely close. He could have easily won that fight. The guy, the guy's solid, man, you know, and but he is an older fighter, right? He's 36, or sorry, 35, he's turning 36 this year. And you know, he's taking on a guy in Jimmy Cruz, only 26. You know, that's a big difference. Cruz fighting in front of his hometown. The only thing is Cruz hasn't fought in a while, he's been knocked out lately. I still believe in the guy's potential, Marcel. I still like the guy. You know, you talk about someone mentioned, you know, Paul um Tyson Pedro beat Paul Craig. So did Jimmy Crude, right? Like those are that win was five years ago now. You know, it's still a good win on paper. Um, also, you knocked over Dustin, so we just talked about as well. But you know, struggled lately. Then again, you look at it against Smith; he was injured, and then Jamal Hill is a champ now. So it's like you can't really take a lot away from that. I'm going to lean towards Jimmy Crude, but I do think there's a chance Metafield could pull it off as well. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on him here, uh, Crude personally. I, I'll pass, but I'm going to, I'll lean towards it for the pick more so. I, I just think, you know, out of the main card fight, this is definitely one that has an upset potential because Menfield has been in good form lately. What do you think, Ben? Um, and every time I see the name Crude, I'm thinking about Salmon on Crude. Get me hungry, man. I'm such a fat fuck, but yeah, whatever. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it really makes you hungry, man. Did you ever have Salmon on Crude? No, what is it? It's, look it up on Google. It's amazing. Um, What's it called? Salmon? Salmon on crude, but crude is written C R O U T E. Oh, it looks good. Yeah, that's right. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. So, um, the thing is, here in the fight, I think Alonzo Manafield, he has been doing better with his cardio, I think, but I still feel like he's really like a guy who needs to finish the fight in the first round if he wants to look good normally. And I think Jimmy Crude, um, he can go further, you know, and he's better on the ground, in my opinion. You know, um, it's really easy. I think I'll pick either Alonzo Manifield first round win or Jimmy Crude in the later rounds or a decision. And uh, for me, I think Jimmy Crude is going to win here. I I'm taking Jimmy Crude with a decision. Okay. Um, I have a lot of decisions on this main card, by the way. Um, taking uh, Jimmy Crude, yeah, I think he wins the fight. Um, and Alonso can knock him out, don't get me wrong. Very possible, but uh, I have to lean Jimmy Crude here. I think he has more upside. I mean, I agree with that completely. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Uh, we got a heavyweight bout between Justin Coffa and Parker Porter. Let's be honest, this shouldn't really be a main card fight, but I guess they're expecting a knockout here. Odds for this one. Justin Toffa, the bad man, minus 130. Parker Porter, plus 110. Um, what do you think, man, about this fight? First of all, it shouldn't be on the main card, but I think Justin or Justin Taffa agrees. Uh, when I posted the graphic where he was on the main card, he was like, damn, dude, I thought that would be a lot much lower. So... Um, this is also, it's, I feel pretty much the same about this one as the first fight, you know. Uh, Tafa has to probably knock him out in the first round or Porter wins the decision and he uses his wrestling, you know, that's what I think. Yep. And I think Porter does that, you know. Porter isn't a stupid fighter, you know. He knows what he has to do here to win and he needs to win. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking Porter with a decision. I don't think it will be a fun fight at all. It's only going to be a fun fight if it stays standing, you know, because then we probably see a finish. But I think Porter uh, is going to grind him, uh, going to drag him to the to the ground to the to the mat, and uh, wins the decision here. Yeah, and I'm looking at the chat. A lot of people like Porter. Here's a dog. I definitely think he's again. He's got a chance to win too. This fight can go either way, man. I'm I'm kind of on the fence about this for Marcel. The thing is, I still don't trust his chin though. I really don't. <laughs> the, the last comment. Well, the last one. Grease the greasy fight, that one? <laughs> no, this is the fight why you put your snacks in the oven. Oh, it's... 
Oh man, uh, it's funny. That's when you put your salmon on crude into the oven after yeah. three oxides, <laughs> Lonzo right? Um, it's I, I completely agree with your breakdown. It's either Toffa wins by knock or Porter survives and then probably wrestles him to a decision. I really think it can go either way, guys. Um, yeah, yeah, Porter's. I don't. Th- I'll be honest. I don't think I picked him in any of his UFC fights. Actually, I th- maybe against Alan. I think I Sherman. He did. No, I didn't. He was never no? wrong in that one okay. too. Yeah, no, I think I picked Sherman. So I haven't been great at picking his fights. I'll just say that another guy that you know don't have a great read on. But okay, uh, please pick Tafa. So I'm right. <laughs> I'm leaning. Toward, I know I'm leaning towards Tafa because I think the power can play here. I think he can knock him out. But again, you know, uh, you just gotta know some fighters that you're good at bet- picking and betting, and some that you aren't. You know what I mean? And Porter's a guy that like Paul Craig. Paul Craig. I gotta stay away from this guy. For his fights, Tafa by knockout, but obviously I could be wrong. This one's heavyweight fight; it's not one I'm interested in, in playing either. So, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy Claudio. Don't Claudio. Don't listen to my advice on this fight. I'll probably be wrong. Pato, <laughs> uh, it's not a main card, but sure, a fun fight. It, it, it can It could be, but of course, it could also be boring. I'll just say that. You know, this fight could be. This it could either be really exciting and quick, or it could be very long and just two guys getting gassed out, or not get one, well, two guys. I think Porter's gonna get gassed, but this fight should have been perfect for the for February 18th card or the main card. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Josh Parisian and Jamal Pogues is on my card. They're, you're, yeah. you guys were so all right. Uh, let's go to the next fight here. This is a, this is a fun one. This is a good fight. Yeah, I like that one as well. I like this too. Jack Dylan Madalena against Randy Brown. I mean, this is a good fight. Uh, Jack is minus three fifteen. Randy Brown, Randy Brown plus two sixty. I mean, how do you not pick Jack Dylan Madalena, Marcel? How do you not pick the guy? Like he's looked phenomenal in the UFC. Some of the best boxing in the UFC right now. Uh, just devastating power. The combinations the guy that puts together. He's making it look easy, guys. And he's beating some pretty good, like pretty tough guys. Like. Ramazan Mivic is extremely tough, very hard to finish, destroyed him. Danny Roberts, he's been in some wars, I get it, but destroyed him. You know, looked impressive. Now, Randy Brown is a good fighter. He's a guy that, you know, I, I've been good at picking his fights. I've picked him a lot the last couple of years, and I think on four straight fights, I, I got him right. I mean, I've, I've really liked him. So I'm, I have a good read on him. Really good fighter, very long, tall for the division, but a little bit chinny too. You know, he's been knocked out a couple times, been hurt a couple times. And now fighting a guy with like incredible knockout power and just like I said, amazing boxing combinations. Marcel, I, I really like Jack Dell Mandalini here. I think he knocks him out. So that's the way I'm looking at this one, guys. I like JDM. I think he's going to be a top 15 guy after this fight, and I fully expect him to get the win in front of his fans and probably get a bonus too again. So um, yeah, Jack Dell Mandalini by knockout. What do you think? Yeah, this is a fun fight because uh, this is where we can see where Jack Della Madalena stands in the, in the division, I think, you know, because Randy Brown is just under the top 15, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I feel like, um, I think, uh, who, who said it in the chat? Um, Antoine, he said, like, minus 300 is disrespectful to Randy Brown. I agree with you there, man, but at the same time, man, I don't think many people will pick Randy Brown here, you know? Um Jack Della Madalena has looked so good, but we got to say, Randy's super tough, you know, he always uh, comes to fight, and I feel like he can go 50 minutes with Jack, you know, but I don't think he wins the fight, I think Jack wins the fight, so for me, I'm picking a decision win for Jack Della Madalena here, but a, a fun one, you know, a, a decisive one, but I think Brown stays in the fight, um, 
And, and I really want to see if Jack wins this side. I want to see him against somebody in the top 15. He's really that good. And he's super young still, you know, as well, yeah, you know. Uh, he He's kind of the guy. He kind of looks like, if you see a picture of him, I would guess he's older than he actually is. You know what I mean? And there's no disrespect, but some guys have that, you know. For example, you look like 50, so no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, – and, and he, his real name is actually Giacomo della Maddalena. That would be actually crazy. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. That's funny, yeah. Yeah, he looked like an Italian gangster, right? So, um, I mean, yeah. the, guy, the guy's nose is just, you just look at him, you're like, yeah, this you, guy is tough as fucking hell. You heard what Sadiq Yusuf said. I saw that. Script. It was so funny. <laughs> it's like, he's got a crooked nose, so he's going to win, right? Yeah, now he said, like, uh, so uh, he's already has a broken nose, so he's one, he is already behind on the scorecards, but at the same time, <laughs> he says, uh, when Randy it punches him and his nose is back in place. The judges might be confused. So we go to a no contest here. <laughs> him, him and Orlovsky have the most, I would say, MMA noses. Out there. Can, you, can you remember Olaf Alfonso? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's really like, that's crazy. There's that one fight where he gets brutally knocked out and he breaks his jaw in like WEC or something. It's crazy. Yeah, anyways, he, he, fought, he fought Gilbert Melendez as well. Yeah, that's, there. yeah, yeah. So anyways, Jack by knockout, you like yeah, it? I, I'll pick him by decision. I think by decision, Randy, okay. Yeah, okay. Randy's I think Randy. Yeah, that's why. But, but man, definitely Jack. You, the, the combinations though this guy has are just the, the, and I love listening to Jack's uh Jack's interview as well. You know, uh my colleague Dennis, he's gonna interview him this week, but he interviewed him back for his Danny Roberts fight, you know. He's super laid back, you know, he's really like um he comes across like a really smart guy as well, you know. And I really always like to watch in interviews how fighters come across to you, like how they talk, uh, how they see the sport and that kind of stuff. And he's like a really cool guy, I think, as well. So, um, yeah, I really like to see Jack Della Maddalena uh, do well here. And don't, don't get me wrong, I like Randy Brown as well. I think he's an amazing guy. He was as well, a big talent. But I got to go with Della Maddalena here, man. I mean, I think man, most people will do, you know. He has yeah. looked so good in the UFC. In my opinion, the best prospect coming new into the UFC last week, last year. Maybe alongside Jailton Almeida, but I even have Della Madalena a little bit higher. So yeah, yeah, I think he's great too. By the way, this guy's asking about Kyle Barallo, another I have no idea. Country. No, we don't know. Okay. By the way, Beercher says you should call it Wonder Boy. Oh my god, that would be sick. That would be a, yeah. that's a great call out, uh, Beercher. So I like that that shout out there. All right, Marcel, we got two more fight stuff, man. We got the co-main event and the main event. Let's start with the co-main event. Interim UFC featherweight title line between Yair Rodriguez and Josh Emmett. Phenomenal fight here. Yair Rodriguez minus 155, Josh Emmett plus 135. By the way, when did Josh Emmett get this new nickname, CC0? What is Yeah, and I have no idea what it is. You I know? don't know either. I, look, I was Googling it. I'm like, what does this mean? I, like, <laughs> I, I even talked to uh, to, to Shane Burgers about it because he trained with, with Josh. I was like, do you know what it is? He's like, dude, since when he has that nickname? <laughs> <I have> no <laughs> they idea. just added they, they, I always yeah. look at UFC stats just to see what they do. But yeah, CC0. Anyways, um, I mean, amazing fight, right? Uh, I'll, let me get. I'll give my thoughts to it again. I'll start on this yeah. one. Um, I think it's a competitive fight, man. I do. You know, I, I absolutely think it's competitive. You know, like these guys are both strikers. They're going to stay on the feet for the most part, I believe. Um, I think you know Emmett's got more power, pure power. Like I think he has the highest knockdown rate in the UFC right now. Like it's he, almost every fight he's knocking his opponent down. I know he didn't in his last fight, but you know, to be fair, Calvin Cater's tough as hell. He's hard to knock down. Um, but the amount of knockouts he's had, knockdowns, is, is pretty impressive. The guy's got just just huge power in his hand. There's no doubt about it. The problem I have with Josh is he's a little bit older, right? He's 30. Um, he's turning 38 in a few weeks, guys. Like to me, it's like, I just feel like, you know, because the division has been taken over by Max and Volkanovsky the last few years, he just 
wasn't able to get that that fight for the belt. And now I think he's almost getting it too late in a way. Um, he does have a winnable fight here, though. I'll say that. I mean, Rodriguez is good, but not perfect. You know, we've seen him lose a couple of fights in the UFC. He's been outstruck. He's been finished. Frankie took him down and finished in that fight. And then, you know, Max obviously being too. But, you know, the Max fight, again, he wasn't supposed to even be competitive. And he looked pretty good in that fight. And then came back his last fight. It's just... I. The problem, I did pick him against Brian Ortega, Marcel, but the problem is the fight didn't play out, right? Like, I really wish we saw that fight for the five rounds or, who, you know, more than getting his shoulder injured because I think I would have had a better read on this one. Um, I'm, I'm leaning towards right Yair because he's the younger fighter because I think he's the more varied striker. He's going to, like, mix in the, the, uh, the kicks and the punches, whereas Josh is just a, a heavy hitter with the punches. And I, I also feel like he has a little bit more danger on the ground with submissions, too, I would say. You know, so I think he's got some advantages, but again, Josh Emmett's a really fucking good fighter, man. And Josh is a guy that's pulled off some big upsets the last couple of years, and I wouldn't completely put it past him here. So leaning towards the Iron by decision, but I think it'll be a pretty close fight, and I think that's why the odds are, you know, they're pretty close. That's so that's my thoughts on Marcel. I think it should be a great fight, definitely a contender fight of the night as well. Yeah, you're by decision, but it, it is a fight that you know Josh could win. What do you think, man? I think these guys should fight like they think this is the real title, you know, because there is a possibility if Volkanovski wins that he doesn't come back to featherweight. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. that's how they should fight. Um, I, I just can't pick Emmett here, man. I think Rodriguez has much more upside. I think Rodriguez showed my, – my, I always have my doubts, but he showed in the Holloway loss that I shouldn't have my doubts about him, you know. Uh, he looked actually pretty good there. Um, then he got that win over Ortega, which with that injury, not his fault, you know. Um, and with Ahmed, Ahmed did well against Kader, but I don't think he won that fight, to be really honest. I think Calvin Kader won that fight. Um, Ahmed can surprise, you know. He has that uh, that that hard, hard head, yes. He can go forward and he has the knockout power. Same time, Jair is super flashy, you know, and I don't think uh, Jair has to uh, has to worry about the ground game in this one. I think it will be stand up between both guys. I'm taking Jair here, man. I think he finishes Ahmed as well. Ooh, um, okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm taking Jair by uh, a TKO or KO in the third round. Very interesting. Um, I, I I do think he's going to win the fight. Let me get some comments here, guys, about this fight. Um. <laughs> Just says UFC must be begging for Yair win for Mexican pay per view later this year with Moreno. I think even regardless, they're going to do a pay per view with Moreno as the main event, probably right, Marcel. I think you 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 even mentioned that, like you yeah, said that, yeah. So they're too long and fast. I agree. I agree. He, he's good, man. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's a hard hitter though. You know, he can knock on anyone. Um, but you're right. The speed's good. I think there's definitely a speed difference here. You know, Calvin Cater's a little bit more like flat footed. Then Yair, Yair moves really well. Uh, be cool to see Yair go from prospect to champ, even though it'd be interim. I agree. I've always liked him, man. Ever since Ultimate Fighter Latin America, I've always liked this guy, Marcel. I've always liked him. Me too. Him. Me too. What, what are you gonna say? Sorry. FIFA Mexico, Mexico Cabrones, and what what that uh, what did Moreno say? FIFA Mexico Paros or something? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the, the knockdowns, absolutely. Uh, Ige, I don't think he won, but the cat, Cater or whatever, uh, you know, a lot of people thought obviously lost that fight. Yair by decision. Okay, that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Remember when Yair, Choi, Bechtich, all broke the UFC? Yes, absolutely. It just shows you how hard it is to stay at the top level of the sport, man. This is a brutal sport, man. It's a brutal fucking sport. Actually, when you think about it, all these sports are like, like all high-level sports, Marcel. Like, like I watch a lot of other sports. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, in football, like NFL, you know how many players play like one season and never play in the NFL again? And they work their whole lives to get drafted and make it there, and they never go back. You know, or even the NBA, guys 
will become a first round draft pick. They'll play their first three or four years and they'll never play again after that. And they're still young. It just shows you how hard it is to, to really succeed at the highest level of sports. Emmett's going to get tired too quick. Maybe. Uh, Emmett KOs in. Yeah, it's possible. I, I think Josh has got a chance, but I got to lead towards here. Emmett needs to wrestle. Yeah, that would be smart, but I, bro, I, I think he's going to, I think, I don't think he's going to wrestle him or so. I think it's going to be a striking battle personally. Um, What's this guy saying? I can't even understand what he's saying. Is it is it good or is it spam or is it someone? Could, I can't read that. What is that Spanish, right? I also can't read that. I'm sorry. Uh, if anyone says what this guy is, he, what is he saying? Is he spamming us or is he is he giving some some actual opinion here? Well, so uh, by the way, this is a good question. Answer what I was asking. What were your picks going to be in this fight, Perez, Whitaker, and or sorry, Perez and Kaiker friends of Whitaker and Costa? I would have picked Whitaker for sure because I think obviously the cardio would have been a huge advantage in my opinion. And I would have picked Kai Kerr France, but I don't trust the first. I'm assuming you're going to pick the same two. I'm not sure if I would go against uh, or I would go with the uh, Kai Kara France. I'm not as convinced about him as you are, but uh, yeah, I would probably go with uh, with uh, definitely with uh, with with Whitaker, man. Yeah, Rodriguez and Maga Macherpov. Oh, that would have been interesting. I would have picked Maga Macherpov. I, I think the beat could have been the champion, Marcel. What do you think? With a beat, yeah, definitely, man. I always say that. I, I think really he's still like coming to... back and be champ. I really do, man. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to fight again, I don't believe. Yeah, we're winning fifth round with Max to improve career. I agree with that. I agree. All right. I just translate what he said, but I have no idea what it means. All right, whatever. Maybe, I don't know. Anyways, let's go to the main event here. We got the pound for pound, two best fighters in MMA fighting each other. I mean, I don't think this has ever happened before. So it's a damn shame that this fight's not getting as much love as it should. And Dana White couldn't even remember Islam's name at the press conference. It's not good. That's not good. Um, this is uh this is about as good as it gets in MMA, man. It really is. You got Islam Makashev, uh, minus three eighty favorite here against Alexander Volkanovski plus three ten. You got two champs going against each other, <clears throat> and again, you know, the two powerful round fighters, best fighters in the world, fighting each other is just a rarity. And the fact they really make this fight is pretty incredible. So I, I'm very excited for this fight. Um, at the same time, Marcel, I mean, I just I can't go against Islam. I can't, you know, just because of the grappling, it's just so dominant, man. And again, you know. Volkanovski's definitely a strong ass guy. And, you know, he's shown good takedown defense throughout his career. Shown good submission defense, obviously, against Ortega. I mean, if Ortega couldn't choke him out with that guillotine, the amount of guillotine where his head turned purple, and I don't know if anyone can. But at the same time, you know, there's a reason we do have weight classes. You know what I mean? And now this is a guy who's a featherweight. He's uh he's four inches shorter. He does actually have a longer reach, which is really interesting. One one inch uh, longer, but he is four inches shorter and you know, I, I do think, you know, Islam is just an extremely strong uh, grappler. And, he's, you know, at this point, I feel like it's very difficult to pick against him um, because of that grappling. It's just so dominant. So I would love to see Volkanovski win this fight, man. You know, my heart, Mar- Marcel, my heart says Volk, but my head says Islam. I think he just takes him down, and I think Volk will be very hard to finish. So I think it's going to be a decision, but I expect Islam to defend the belt. What do you think, man? My heart says I like both, so I'm not really like. Uh, I I I like Islam to be a champion, and I like Volk to get a double champ behind his name. That would be cool, but um, ah, man, I don't see anybody beating Islam right now. To be really honest, you know, and uh, I think uh, we will see a decision win probably uh, for Islam here, but a fun one, you know. I think will be a fun fight. Um, 
I, I can't pick against Islam, dude. You know, I, I haven't picked against him, so why should I do now? The yeah. funny thing actually is that I picked against Islam in this fight against Adriano Martins. <laughs> Back in the day. I think I might have too, but Adrian was like he was pretty good back then. You know, yeah. he, was, he was really good. And um, Islam was, was just upcoming. Yeah, eight, that's eight years ago now. How crazy yeah. that! Like the years I, go by very quick. But I haven't uh, picked against Islam since. So I, I, uh, I think I think I also picked him that fight. I did pick it against Islam against uh, Alvera, right? And that, that didn't yeah, it turn out too good. But you know, the fact he smashed all. I, I love Charles Oliveira, and uh, he went through him like hot butter, like a knife through yeah. hot butter, guys. Like. And Charles was on like what ten fight win streak at that point. Mm -hmm. So this guy's fucking legit. I needed to see that fight to really know for sure how good he was. And now I know he's phenomenal. He's, he's by the way, he stopped five straight opponents. Yeah. I think is Volk. I, he I think he had knocked out once in his career, like early in his career. That's his only loss, but it was like at one seventy. I want to say. Um, he's tough to finish. That's why I'm leaning a decision. You know, most of his fights go to distance. Yeah, like, for, you know, Volk. Folk was was a fatter weight, and now he's a fatter weight. <laughs> yeah, back when it's he a, was a rugby player, yeah, he yeah. I, I love Folk, man. I think he's a oh, great he champion. Is. You know, such a good dude, and he's uh, awesome, man. He's yeah, I love absolutely. And I loved it when uh, Islam said, like, I think it was uh, with the interview with Daniel Cormier and uh, Folk. There, Islam was like. What ground game this dude has, or something, you know? And other fighters would be super pissed, but Islam said it with a smile on his face, and Volk started laughing, you know? These two are, are just like, they have, they have a lot of respect for each other, you know, but they're just trying to talk a little trash. But it doesn't work because they're both really nice, you know? And definitely Volk, how he re replies always. I, I really like his replies. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a fun fight, but I really favor Islam here, man. I would be surprised if Folk wins, and if he does, it would be an amazing accomplishment. If he wins, Marcel, like you have to start talking about him as one of the greatest fighters of all time. I yeah, really think I that. agree. I mean, I really feel like he's up there, but this, this like winning a second belt against a guy like Islam who's on long win streak like this, this would be the win that puts him in the top ten of all time. Like I really think so. So would you put him above Aldo? I would, yeah, I would. Um, I think all those amazing. I wouldn't. I don't know if I do it yet, Marcel, but I think if he gets this win, I, like overall, I mean, not in featherweight, right? Because you know, it's it's, it's crazy. Like, actually, he would be probably above Aldo in the top ten all time, but he wouldn't yeah. be above Aldo and featherweight. Exactly, in exactly. Yet. But yeah, exactly. So I agree with you. Anyways, he's he's great. Um, all right, that's it for UFC 284. Man, I'm, I'm I'm excited for it, man. I gotta be honest, like I'm more excited about it talking about it after talking about it with you than I was coming into this. Because again, I don't think it's the strongest like undercard, but the main card is, is really good. Bro. The last the last two the last three fights are fucking sick. So after a card like last week, we should be excited about it. I know, let's not even let's stop saying it can always get worse, right? Like the, yeah. the card next week. Yeah. Uh just looking at the comments, a lot of people are like Islam here. Yeah. Which which I which makes sense. Um yeah, I know. I agree with this guy. No, he's right. He's just going to take him down. He's just going to take him down and beat him up. Um, here's a good question. Break down the card. Rate, break down, rate the card 1 to 10. Awesome breakdown. I appreciate it, Antoine. Thanks, man, as always. Right now, I'd say like 7 or 8. Like 7.5. I, I like, I'd say that. What do you think? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You're, you're on mute. Around a 7. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but it could be. It, it could easily become better than that. Um is asking how much of that dog is Volk have to be you to bet money on him. I just can't do it because I just don't think he's going to win. Um, at some point, though, there would be value, but 
I, I can't do it, man. I just don't. I, I just don't think it's a good idea to bet against Islam Makhachev. I just think it's not a good idea. That's my opinion. You know, um, <laughs> this is a funny question. Who said this under two point five? Yeah, okay. So there's this uh, UFC betting analyst, Minty Betts. Um, don't really need to pile on the girl. I mean, obviously she's been getting shit on Twitter in the last few days, and honestly, rightfully so because like this is a basic, fundamental. Um, bet and I made the total rounds and she didn't know what under two and a half meant and she's giving advice on TV so that's an issue um, obviously and here's the thing people are like oh she's new at this no she's not she's been betting for years I've known about her from NFL and she used to work for like Yahoo and stuff I think um, and she was on the show with Nick and Johnny last year so she has experience to get made she has to know this hope she learns from it uh, I really do I hope she's not like you know thinking like she's too good for, for this um, I really hope she learns from the experience because like Getting something like that wrong just it, it, it gets such a bad look. If you're if you're gonna say you're a UFC betting expert and then not know what under two and a half means, it's not a good look. Wish her the best of luck. I know she had a rough night. People were just like, it's all it's just you know the thing that's sad, Marcel, is like people were like happy the girl got all her bets wrong. Like, who fucking cares? Like, why are you excited that she got the wrong? Because you're jealous you don't have her job, you know? Again, I think the fact she didn't know that is is not good, but I'm not someone who's gonna go and pile on the person because they got their picks wrong. It's hard to fucking bet on sports, man. It's not easy. If it was easy, everyone just – why would you even work? You would just fucking bet on sports all day. So, yeah, that's all I was going to say. But I just really do hope she learns from it. It's not too, like, you know, uh, above everyone else thinking that she she, she knows more than, than than the rest of us about MMA because, you know, clearly she's got some uh, homework to do. But, yeah, that was not uh, the greatest comment. Um, appreciate it, Joe. Thanks, buddy. Uh Crazy popular. Any update on Pavlovich Blades? I don't know. That that fight that fight makes so much sense. By the way, I don't really agree with Sergey Pavlovich being ranked above Curtis Blades. I think Curtis has accomplished so much more in the UFC. What do you think about that, Marcel? I, I just don't agree with it. Yeah, I understand what you say. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a little surprising to me. Um, anything else you want to talk about from UFC? Uh, uh go ahead. I honestly think that ranking was made when Francis Ngannou was still there, you know, and uh, Curtis lost twice to Francis, so... Yeah, and now he's like, gone, right? So that kind of yeah. opens it up for him. Yeah, Actually, it's a, it's a really good thing, right, for Curtis that, that he's... Curtis is good, yeah. It's great for him, because I think right now, Curtis, he went, he gets one more win, he gets a title shot, right, would you mm. say? Yeah, definitely, if it's an impressive one, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's good. Um... That's true about his wins. That's absolutely true. Oh, sorry. So we haven't talked about that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I want to get this comment from Michael. Hey, Michael. Top 10, bro. I mean, if he, yeah. if he wins this fight, he's top 10. Gorilla, by the way, I must say, Charlie, Charlie Arnold's beautiful. Dude, she, she, she is. There's no doubt about it. I don't know if you saw that picture of Derek Lewis. He's, like, staring above, like, not looking at her. Like, you see that picture ourselves? <laughs> It's so funny. It's a fucking jokes picture. You should show, uh, should show it to me. Maybe I'll, I'll put it up here right now. It's so right. funny. Um, one sec. Uh, yeah, she is. She's definitely good looking. And she came from WWE. I want to say she's yeah. a wrestler, professional wrestler. Um, or was she a wrestler or was she just a host? I have no idea. I I'm not sure either, actually. But I know she came from there. Um, but yeah, I definitely like her. Oh, here's the here's the tweet. Let me pull it up. This is so funny. Uh, da, 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 da. Look at this one, Marcel. You're gonna laugh. Derek Lewis stayed calm and collected under the brightest lights of pre-fight interviews. <laughs> and he's just like staring like in the abyss here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll just say that. That's, uh, yeah. I, she, she, you know, can uh, become UFC's like interviewer for sure. I mean, Megan O'Leary does a great job with the pay-per-views, but, you know, they definitely need some for the fight night cards and I think she'll do a good job. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about it. Tough. We didn't talk about it. This is the last thing I want to talk about. 
fucking love it, dude. When I heard it was going to be Connor and Chandler, I was just pumped. I, I, I fucking love it. I think it's I think it's great. I think Ferguson made a lot of sense too because he's been on such a decline and because of what he's done in the UFC, I feel like he deserved that payday, Marcel. That's the one thing, right? I feel like he deserved that big McGregor money fight. But as a fan, I think that uh, Taylor is a more exciting fighter right now. And obviously he knocked out Tony. So yeah, I mean, they're both two and three in the last three fights. They're both kind of struggling lately, but both very exciting guys. I think it's going to be a fun fight. I think it's going to be at 170. That's what I was reading. Um, after the show, apparently it's going to be in like September. That's another thing I was reading more so. Hopefully that's the case. But yeah, I like it, and, and I think Tough is going to be like a lot of uh, like veterans of the UFC are going to be on this episode, season of Tough, right? If I'm not mistaken, have they yeah. announced that yet? No. Okay, but that's what we were hearing, right? So, mm-hmm. anyways, what, what do you think, man? You like it? Yeah, the two DWP guys, right? Um, yeah. What can I say about it? Um, I wasn't as pumped as you. Um, no, I think, no, I think Connor is kind of done. To be really honest, well, we'll see um, how he looks after like being out of the solid pool for two years. Yeah, I, I think if listen, man, um, uh, the how do you say it? Henry Hooft has the has the kiss theory. If you know what the kiss theory is, what is it? Keep it simple, stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah so yeah. if he keeps it simple, he takes him down and he holds him there and he grinds him out or whatever, you know, or tries to submit him. That's how I see it. You know, it's fun for people to see Ultimate Fighter. Listen, man, Ultimate Fighter is kind of done to me, man. It's like the, the contender series is where the, the, the real talents are. And that's why the, the, the how do you say that? The, the Ultimate Fighter is a little bit less, you know, to me. I know there are still some good fighters on the Ultimate Fighter. Don't get me wrong. But, and, you know, I'm not all about the trash talk. I know some most people are really pumped Connor's coming back, but... I don't really give a shit. Uh, I'm happy for Chandler. He gets a payday, you know, but uh, I was like, those two guys are the DWP guys, you know, so I wasn't surprised that they gave it to them. Um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, let, let's see what happens. Let's see if the fight even happens. You know what I mean? That, that's the thing I'm worried about because how many times has a tough fight been canceled? Like so many times. Remember JDS was, I want to say, what the Brock Lesnar used to fight? That yeah, and that was Carwin. Yeah. Right? That never happened. Like, there's been the, tons, of, tons of fights that never happened. Liddell or T3 went to Liddell Franklin. Or Forrest yeah. Fodham, or no, uh, Rich Franklin. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, it's like, I, I think it's, you know, it's a good fight, though, Mark, if it happens. Like, I think it's an exciting fight. I think it's a big fight. I think it does a lot of pay per view likes to the UFC. I think the fans are into this fight. Um, I think this is, the, this is the fight. I think it's the right fight. But again, I hope it happens. And, We'll see. We'll see what Connor looks like in his, in his return. But you know, for me, it's like I, I completely agree with what you said. Like, if Chandler fights smart, he wins this fight easily, right? If he just takes him down. But again, he doesn't always Chan- fight smart, Marcel. Doesn't Chandler always. doesn't listen a lot to his corner, man. This... No, he doesn't at all, bro. <laughs> say that. What do you think the line will be for Connor and Chandler? Is it line out yet? Let me double check, Marcus. It might be out. Let me double check. Um, Chandler. Uh, and also, yeah, it's, uh, it's minus one ten each, Marcus. It's just pick them. It's a pick them fight. That's you know, crazy. crazy. Yeah. I was actually thinking about this the other day, and that's kind of what I would lean it at a little bit, like uh, absolutely slightly not. towards Chandler for me. Yeah, Ch- Chandler should be favorite, man. Let's be honest. Connor has been away for so long. Yeah, but again, it's hype too, Marcel. People like they love. I know, I know, but the thing that also kind of bothers me is, is this is at one seventy. This shouldn't be have uh, influence on the one fifty five ranking. You know what I mean? But it will be. Yeah, there will be, but it shouldn't. You know. Um, that's the same thing like they did last time, man, with Connor. Like, let him fight. Uh, remember, let him fight Nate Diaz twice. 
and got the majority decision done out of nowhere against the title shot at lightweight against Eddie Alvarez back then without fighting at lightweight. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, they're trying to gonna try to do that again. Like I said, the two DWP guys. Um let's see what happens, man. But I don't know, man. They they're gonna try to get Connor in the rankings immediately again. And I think oh, it's yeah. kind of done with for Connor. If Connor wins, that. you think he gets a title shot? Oh yeah, they're definitely gonna do that. That's why they didn't make Connor versus Tony Ferguson, because they, they knew they couldn't do if Connor wins against Ferguson, Ferguson is 15th or not even in the rankings anymore. So they can't make that. And Chandler is still around top five, you know. So if he wins that, they can easily put him in the title fight. That's yeah. why they probably went with Chandler and not with Ferguson, you know. Even though I think Fizzy, if he beats Gates, he should get it, right? Oh, yeah. But, even uh, Charles Oliveira, I mean, he's coming back too, right? He, he wants yeah. to uh, – he's fighting Derry. Actually, the winner of that, him and Derry, the winner of that really should, now that I think about it. By the way, Pato, got the comment. He, he says, Chandler will – don't – I don't think Chandler will fight smart. It's the biggest fight his career is paycheck security. He will swing for the fences. I mean, I could definitely see that happening too, Marcel, to be honest with you. He's right. I mean, Chandler's a guy that he wants to be known as like a warrior and put on these amazing fights, and he does. But – at the same time, I mean, this is such a big fight that if he fights smart, I mean, it's a winnable fight and would put it like the biggest win of his career. So mm -hmm. I, I I think he actually might try to wrestle in this fight, but it's just so hard to know with this guy because he likes to stand big. Uh, surprising Ultifier is still a thing. I kind of agreed, but, you know, they uh, there was like the content. Tony and Connor would have been way to team. Yeah, it would have been good. It would have been good. Uh, as far as tough, I think UFC could have paired McGregor Diaz with Maslow with better ratings. Yeah, I, thought, I actually thought Maslow was definitely um, – in the running, but obviously he's fighting uh, Gilbert Burns, and he's a big underdog in that fight. Here's a couple of our comments. We'll get out of here in a second, but I just want to get these last couple of comments. First of all, Big Poirier and Nate Diaz were considered to coach tough with Connor. Don't think so, no. Um, maybe Nate was, but I mean, he's still a free agent, right? Mm -hmm. wonder what Justin's initial reaction got fed to Fiziavo Chandler against Connor. He didn't want to take that fight. We know that, but he ended up taking it. Um, he didn't want that fight, though, Marcel. I wouldn't say he's getting fed, fed to him. He definitely could win that fight, but if Fiziev is on a roll. I think Chandler can win easily. He takes Conor McGregor down. But if McGregor catches him once. Yeah, that's the thing. Chandler's durability is an issue. Um, you know? All right. Anyways, that's it, Marcel. I think that's all I wanted to say. Is there anything else you want to mention quickly before we get out of here? Or are you good? I'm good. I'm good, too. Okay, so you guys can follow me on Twitter at Martin. You can follow Marcel at BigMarcel24 on Twitter and Instagram. Definitely always follow Marcel for the latest fight news announcements, guys. Uh, tomorrow, I got my bookies best bets coming out. Uh, like I said, we're hoping to turn it around here and get some better Bets and picks for this weekend's card. Um, let's see what else. Emmy Altsberger, I'm calling the opening odds for this card, the PFL card. We haven't been talking about PFL. There's a Challenger Series going on, but, you know, actually this weekend, you got Danilo Marquez, the former UFC guy. He's in the Challenger Series. So I don't know if you saw that. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of interesting. Um, there's also an LFA card as well. Always like to mention those guys. Uh, yeah, anyways, follow me there, guys, and I uh, hope you have a good weekend. Again, you can listen to the podcast at uh, YouTube, obviously, as you guys are, are listening now, but also uh, – Spotify, Apple uh, Store, so it's iTunes, uh, everywhere pretty much, SoundCloud, all those places, guys, Anchor. So if you want to like listen to the audio version, you can do that. Just want to always plug that. Have an incredible weekend, everyone, and uh, we'll see you guys next Monday at 5 p.m. And appreciate the last couple of comments uh, from our, our guys here, Marcel. we got a couple of nice comments, so appreciate that, man. Talk to you guys later. Hope you have a good weekend. Peace.